All right, so to begin, I just want to open up brief discussion here in the room. Um, what are some things, okay, the church, the modern church today, the church in our context, uh, is at times criticized. What are some things that the church is criticized for? Just shout it out. Judgmental, judgmental yeah. Okay. Yep. Sorry. Hypocritical. A click. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Hey, Kings. That door. Being late. Being late, yeah. <laughs> all right. Yes, those are all great, except that last one. That wasn't nice. But um, all right. Uh, so I'm going to sum it up if I can. All right. Maybe you disagree with me. But I think one word that really sums up everything that was said is exclusive. Okay, at least at least encompasses a lot of the things that were said. Exclusivity. The church is often criticized for being all the things that you all said, um, but exclusive. Okay, I like I like what Ali said. Uh, homogenous. All right, a um, a monolith. We often, at least on the local level, uh, in in small pockets of the church, all look the same, think the same, act the same. Okay. That's at least people's experience. The church, in, in reality, is the most diverse community that's ever existed on a global level. But locally, uh, we can be very homogenous, very exclusive. Um, now, uh, let's one more question here. Uh, Jesus was also criticized. So we're in good company. What are some of the things that Jesus was criticized for? Hanging out with the wrong people, yeah. What else? Yeah. 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 Absolutely. We'll just just shorten this. Yeah. <laughs> Good job. A plus. All right. He was often criticized for his inclusivity. Okay. They couldn't really criticize him for what he did. Obviously, some things were a little little funky, and he didn't observe the same customs as them all the time. But their biggest issue, at least the, the religious leaders and, and the, the cultural leaders of the day, their biggest issue with Jesus was his inclusivity, who he included in his community. Okay? So unfortunately, what I'm trying to c- capture here is that the body of Christ often fails to resemble the Christ. The church often doesn't look anything like Jesus. And from the outside looking in, the church can at times appear to be the opposite of Jesus. I think we all know people that would, would uh, believe that. Now, we can, we can say, oh, well, that's, you know, there's, there's examples of that not being the case. But for, for a lot of people, the way they see the church is it looks nothing like Jesus. Okay, Paul Hebert was a missionary who grew up in, uh, with a group of American missionaries, his parents were missionaries, in India. 
And as an adult, he became rather critical about the way that he experienced missions growing up. And he saw throughout his life, he had seen and grown in relationship with many Indians who were very interested in Jesus, very open to Jesus, and, and wanted to know more of his teachings, wanted to read his words, wanted to learn the stories about him. But they were very closed off when it came to Christianity or the Christian community that these missionaries were, were creating in their, in their area. And what he realized is rather than introducing people to the person of Jesus, the missionaries were more interested in converting people to this this form of American Western Christianity or the subculture of American Christianity. It was more about uh, certain customs and the way you dress and the way you gather and, and, and all these sorts of things that were really had nothing to do with Jesus and were actually incompatible with their life and experience in India. Okay, this is Paul Heber. And so Paul Heber, he was a really intelligent guy. He came back to the States and he got all sorts of different master's degrees and doctorates and and theology and missiology and and statistics, Kidra. And he he used all this knowledge um, to come up with a theory, a theory about how we gather as Christians and, and why we run into a lot of problems, at least in how people see us in relation to Jesus. And so this is the theory. Uh, the theory is that the church often gathers, and this is a concept he stole from statistics, uh, the, the church often gathers, gathers as a bounded set community. Bounded set community. And if you know anything about statistics, you know a bounded set is uh, very easily definable. Okay, there's very clear... Uh, definition of what is in and what is out. So like even numbers would be a bounded set. Okay, numbers between five and 10 is a bounded set. Okay, there's no question about which numbers are in that set and which numbers are out of that set. So there's a very clear in and out. Now, Paul Hebert said the church often gathers this way, but our definitions of who's in and out are behaviors, and beliefs. Depending on your flavor of Christianity or your particular church, you have a certain set of behaviors and beliefs that define whether you are in the community or whether you are outside of the community. And in some cases, we're very explicit about this in our churches. In some cases, it's, it's implicit. It's unspoken. Okay? But the people on the outside looking in feel it. And that's why the church feels so Exclusive. So it's very clear if someone is out of the community or in the community. Okay, and it doesn't matter so much about where you're oriented within that box, but as long as you meet these these parameters of behaviors and beliefs, you are you're in. Okay, it's a bounded set. And and in Paul Hebert's experience in India and here in America, this is how Christian communities often gathered. What he said is Jesus actually gathered communities in a very different way. Jesus gathered communities of people around him and his teaching, and it looked more like what in statistics is called a centered set. Okay, so Paul Heber, a centered set would be a group of numbers that are defined by their relation to the center. Okay, so I, I, I don't know statistics 
super well. I can't really explain that in statistics terms, but I'll explain it in, in the way that Paul Hebert was talking about. So we, what he said is a centered set community wasn't so much about who's in and who's out based on behaviors and beliefs, but where people are at in orientation and movement towards the center. Okay, so what Jesus was concerned about was not if you had all the right behaviors and beliefs, but whether or not you were moving towards him. Okay, so you had the Pharisees, which Jesus, most, most people believe, I don't know if you know this, Jesus was a Pharisee. He was in the Pharisaical sect. That's the reason he's always butting heads against them, because that's, the, that's kind of the, the religious community that he most identified with. So the Pharisees looked an awful lot, lot like Jesus in a lot of ways, but they were uh, opposed to him and they were moving away from him. Then you have a tax collector that, as far as his behaviors and beliefs, uh, looks so radically different than, than who Jesus is and seems to be so far away from God, yet there is openness to the person of Jesus and he's willing to follow after him. So he becomes a part of that community. Or you have prostitutes or, or fishermen, which uh, were poor and, and seen as kind of outsiders looking in. But they're all oriented towards Jesus. So what Jesus created is a community of people that was centered around him and how people are oriented to him. So you might be close to the center and moving towards him. You might be close to the center and you're moving far away. You might be far away from the center and you're, you're moving even farther away. But what, what mattered to Jesus is whether or not you are willing to turn towards him and follow. Okay, you're not going to get all the behaviors and beliefs. You know, we, you read through the Gospels. There's not a point where the disciples actually believed the right things. Okay, they, they never really got it. Maybe in Acts. But, but for the time that Jesus was on this earth, he had a community of people that didn't even understand who he was didn't understand why he was dying on the cross. Yet those were the people that, that surrounded him. Okay, does that make sense? So that's centered set. So back in Chicago, um, I was running a, a young adults ministry for a large suburban church. And I remember sitting one night, sitting around a fire pit in my friend's backyard, group of guys, never been to church. Um, I was like the weird Christian guy in the group. And, and, uh, we were talking about Jesus, and there was tons of openness about around the person of Jesus and about his words. And, and even a couple guys were like, man, we should read through the Bible. Like, I would think that, I think that's really cool. Like, they wanted to do that. But the moment I bring up church, zero interest, right? They shut off. And so that and many other experiences in my life with people had kind of set me on this trajectory toward to where, where I find myself today where I, I've, I'm convinced that we don't necessarily need more things call, that we call the church. We don't need more of this. What we need is more Christians, more people that are following Jesus who are going to gather people around them in everyday life and draw them closer to Jesus and go on a journey together. So we gather in homes and we gather in coffee shops and we gather at the park or wherever it might be. And, and we, you might have people that are, are so far away, okay, would never step foot across the threshold of a church. But there's openness and there's movement towards Jesus. And that's, that's what matters. And that's what God's calling us to do. So, um, so there it is, uh, centered set communities. I think it's something that um, is important for us to understand as we think about our communities. 
Uh, so this is what we're going to do. I want you to spend the next five minutes or so, um, and I want you to take a, you can take a, your notebook, or if, you, or if you don't have a notebook, you can take one of those note cards, and just on your own, next five minutes, just think, jot down a couple names of people in your life, uh, we're not going to share these names, um, but people in your life who wouldn't fit into the, the Christian box, okay? They, they wouldn't feel necessarily comfortable in church settings. Um, they, they wouldn't think that they'd ever be accepted in that space. But there's openness to Jesus. There's openness to relationship. And just think about people in your life like that. So let's take the next few minutes. And, and if you get the names quickly, you know, just spend a little bit of time praying for them. All right? And then we'll open it up uh, around a different question um, around the tables. Okay?